Welcome to a brand new episode of Podcast About Nothing. I'm your host, The Apex. Um, this episode might come out a little bit later. It's still going to be Wednesday. Don't worry. I'm still trying to keep the Wednesday, Saturday format going. Um, but this episode might come out a little bit later. You know what I'm saying? In the day. But it's, it's all good. Nevertheless, you know. Um, well, gee, Apex, what are we talking about today? Wherever the hell I feel like it. I don't have a plan. I haven't really been on social media for the last week. Uh, I've been laying low, minding my business, going to work and stuff like that. But you know what? I think <clears throat> I think what we're gonna talk about, and I'm gonna try to, you know, what I'm saying, enlighten and bring some. Sorry, I'm looking for here some some uh some humor to the situation, right? But I think what I want to talk about is the chase, right? The chase. What What's more exciting to y'all? I'm, I, I actually want to know this, the answer to this. What's more exciting to y'all? The race or the reward? What's more exciting? Because you have some people who likes the hunt of things, but then when you actually get it in your grasp, it's like, eh, I have more fun pursuing it, right? This reminds me of, um, that I think I just stumbled onto something here. This reminds me of the line that the Joker said, R.P. Heath Ledger, that the Joker has said um, on The Dark Knight. He was like, I'm like a dog chasing a car. Like, I'm chasing after it, and I don't even know what I would do if I actually get my hands on one of them, right? It's like that. I remember being a a kid. I was a teenager. And there were young ladies that I liked, right? And I enjoyed the talking stage. I enjoyed the flirting. I enjoyed the calling each other, talking on the phone at night, texting. And But when we finally got into a relationship, I was bored. I was bored. Not so much I, I um, exasperated exacerbated all of my energy getting with you. It wasn't that. It's just, oh, now I have, I'm bored now. I'm bored. I feel like the hunt, the chase, the race to get to the finish line is the fun part. And it, it can be discouraging. It can be discouraging. It really can. But I enjoy the, the hunt. And when I say the hunt, I'm I'm still, I'm not referencing to women. I'm just saying, even in, even in the podcasting game, it's, it can be disheartening sometimes when you have an episode do a little less than another one and then you, but then you have one that does triple the amount of your last one or whatever like that. Your follower count, dang man, your follower count, um, skyrockets and plummets in a week, you know what I'm saying, like, and it can be tiring, 
It can be tiring. It can be exhausting. But it's the knowing what's at the finish line is what drives you. But then sometimes with some people, and I, I, I pray that I'm not one of those people if it happens, but you, you do. Well, okay. L- let me say it like this in, 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 in the space of at least content creating, right? In the space that I'm in, where I want to make this my career, there's a there's a a load of things that I want to do. There's a load of things that I want to try and accomplish and stuff like that. But is there a finish line when it comes to your career, or is the finish line retirement? Where you can sit back and enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? Is retirement the finish line? Or because I, I think that sometimes I don't want to say in the black community, but I can't speak for the white community. All right. No, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm I'm going to just make a broad blanket statement, okay? Sometimes I feel like with people. They have a goal, right? They have a goal, and they reach that goal, and then they stop striving for more because it's almost like, well, I accomplished what I thought was the peak or the apex, if you will, of what I wanted. I wanted to make a million dollars. I wanted half of a million followers. I wanted endorsement deals with Reebok. I achieved that. Now what? J. Cole on his album, um, no, it wasn't on the album. It was on the freestyle he dropped with L.A. Leakers that came out about two weeks ago. He had said, all the shit I predicted in my raps, I done did all that. And I feel like that happens with people. When you accomplish what you said that you were you set your sights on, isn't that reaching a finish line? If somebody had a dream of making it to the NBA and then they get drafted, sometimes the hunger leaves. Because now you set your sight on something that was viewed as unattainable and you did it. Now you have to reset yourself. Look. I was watching The Shop, right? It's on HBO Max. I was watching The Shop, and it's virtually an interview type of show featuring LeBron James and one of his childhood friends, Maverick Carter. And they have guests on there, and they're doing this show in a barbershop, and I think it's LeBron's barbershop. And... They have celebrities on there, like they had Barack Obama on there before, they had Will Smith on there before, Martin Lawrence, um, Kevin Hart. They have athletes, NBA stars, WNBA stars, NFL stars on there, and they they just it's not even man. I don't even want to say interview show. It's it's just a it's a com it's a conversation type of piece. You know, they're just speaking and talking. Barbershop talk. But LeBron has said that he wanted to be in the NBA as a kid. 
he also said he wanted to be a rapper, but he said he wanted to be in the NBA. But then when he got drafted, he shook the commissioner hand. He said that he had to reset his values. He had to reset his goals because the goal he had set for himself at nine years old, he achieved it. So now it's like, okay, well, now what do I want to achieve after this? Winning the NBA championship. Okay, he did that. Now what else? Like, what J. Cole said and what LeBron said runs together for me. What I predicted in all my raps, I done did all that. And then you have LeBron saying, I wanted to be in the NBA, and then I did it. Now what? 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 What is there for me to do now? Sometimes you have to reset. You you reach a goal, then you gotta like reset it, and want to achieve something else. Because making it to the NBA is told to be unattainable for most, right? And then. For those that achieve it, you still have a low probability in winning a championship. You have players that have been to a championship and didn't win. You have some players that retire that has never been even to a championship. Then what? Can you say that they had a failed career? Like, we've been watching a lot of these. It's been happening a lot since the crowd has been brought back into the stands uh, at NBA games. People throwing shit at players. People spitting on players. People cursing out, arguing with players and stuff like that. Y'all remember uh, the Lakers versus Hawks game in Atlanta. You had that one woman spewing profanity at LeBron, and he's arguing back and forth. Now you got people getting bottles of water thrown on them, popcorn thrown on them, spitting on them and stuff like that. Like, it kind of like, damn, y'all forgot how to act? You, you've, Y'all have been out of an arena for a year and forgot how to act. Hmm, well, maybe we should go back to not allowing fans. Like, y'all don't know how to act. But it's like, and I and I think of this sometimes when I yell at my TV, when I watch Danny Schroeder no, not Danny. Dennis Schroeder of the L.A. Lakers last night in, in a 2-2 tied-up series in the playoffs where you got to play for your life, dropped zero points. I'm yelling at my TV because it's like, man, make a shot. But then who are we to say that some of these NBA players don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Who are we to say that they don't deserve to have a job or they don't deserve a contract? 
Even if we paid an NBA team, we still want to make the cut. Who are we to say anything about these professional athletes, right? Because they achieved a goal. Who are we to say that, because he's been on social media a lot lately, who are we to say that Kwame Bryant had a failed NBA career? He made it to the NBA. At one point in time, he was making like $10 million a season. Who are we to say he had a failed career? He's been on playoff teams. Was he the main focal point? No. Was he the best number one overall draft pick ever? No. He wasn't the worst either. I don't know. I I think that we have to be more mindful of those who have goals set and achieve those goals, and then we have to sit back and watch them. It's like, man, that, that was a goal of mine. I had a dream of going to the NFL. I had a dream of it. But then when I see people who I graduated high school with, not from the same high school, but they're from the same 2009 high school graduating class as me, make it to the NFL, win a Super Bowl, win two Super Bowls, make it to the playoffs, play in the Pro Bowl, putting up Hall of Fame numbers. And I'm sitting on my couch watching you can get a little envious because it's like, man, I, I had that dream. How come I wasn't able to achieve it, but that person was? And, and there's a lot of things that, that goes into place with that. Resources, money. Sometimes you got to pay for the proper training to inquire the proper training regimen to put yourself in a position to even have a chance to make it to the NFL. There's a lot of things that go into it. You got to be willing to sacrifice going out to parties and having fun sometimes because you got to go to the gym or you got to hit the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's real. That's, that's a real thing. And a lot of us aren't cut from the cloth that's willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice is one of the biggest major things that humans can do is sacrifice. Sacrificing for for a greater good, sacrificing for others, sacrificing a comfort. Sacrificing your comfort sometimes is pulling teeth for, for human beings. We like to be comfortable. A lot of people don't care about the comfortability that another person has because I'm comfortable. But being comfortable can sometimes keep you away from achieving some of the wildest dreams that a person can set. If I want my podcast and other business ventures to kick off and skyrocket, 
to the moon. I, I can't remain comfortable. I'll argue on Twitter all day. I'll argue about anything, politics, sports, whatever. Like, like the shit that I talk about on here, I take it to Twitter and I argue with people about. But on Instagram, it doesn't hit the same for me. I typically post a new episode coming and then I move out the way. I haven't done a song of the day in a month. Instagram is in my lane. But if I want to create a more social media following or more social media impact, I have to stop being comfortable and interact with people on Instagram. Even on Twitter, um, now nah, I'm gonna keep arguing with you niggas, but on Instagram, yeah, like I gotta stop being comfortable. I'm comfortable just promoting my shit and then moving out the way. Can't be comfortable. It's gonna be hard to achieve things that you want to because you have your eyes set on. Because you keep your eyes on the light ahead of you, but you don't see the path. That's directly in front of you. And for some people, they feel like it's best to just walk forward and keep your eyes on the goal. But how do you know where the pitfalls are if you're not watching the road? But then maybe watching the road, you get discouraged. And and then now your eyes are no longer on the prize because now you're looking at the road ahead, the road less traveled. And it's discouraging. It's a little dangerous. It's 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 uncomfortable. I know it used to be a thing where you know someone that is content was often viewed as being lazy. Someone that isn't ambitious. Right? That's what content meant. meant. But that's not what That's not what being content is. That's not what contentment is. Someone that's just non-ambitious, they're just lazy, they're just happy with bare minimum. Or, Or they're not even happy, but they're just, you know, bare minimum, hey, I'm good where I am, whatever. Just even kill. But that's not what content means. That's not what contentment is. Contentment, by Webster Dictionary, a state of happiness and satisfaction. So I come to you with this. What's wrong with being content? You're satisfied. You're happy. I would never want to knock someone that works at a fucking piggly wiggly, bagging groceries, collecting carts, um, 
working as a cashier or working in the meat department or something like that. And, and they're happy and they're satisfied. What if they're single, childless, they're by themselves, and they have enough money to take care of their basic fundamental needs, and they maybe have a little change on the side where they treat themselves, and they're satisfied, they're content with that. They're happy with it. Who are we to knock that person for that? You you hear how some of these rappers, actors, YouTubers talk to people who virtually support them by purchasing their shit, by watching their bullshit, by listening to their shit. And then they go on there talking about as soon as somebody says something about them, man, you broke. You content with just pushing a broom. I'm out here pushing the envelope. Blah, 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 right? Who are you to knock that person because they don't want to get into the field that you're in? Now, on the reverse side of that, again, I'm going to reference to J. Cole's album, the, uh, the, how about I said the warm-up, the off-season that came out a few weeks ago. He has said on there, I want to be seen pushing a Bentley. I can't be seen mopping up Wendy's. And you know, that's for Cole. That's for Jermaine. Jermaine had a dream that he was going to be one of the greatest rappers of all time. Millions of dollars, taking care of his mom, taking care of his brother, all that shit, right? That was his dream. But what if someone's dream isn't that gargantuan? What if someone's dream is, man, I want to take a trip somewhere. And you can take said trip somewhere by mopping up Wendy's. What if someone's dream was to go to Dubai and then they saved up their Wendy's paychecks by mopping it up and they take a trip to Dubai? If they're in Dubai and you're still at home on Instagram scrolling, and you see them in Dubai, man, you work at Wendy's. Nigga, I'm in Dubai. What is you talking about? Who are we to cast shame on someone for having a dream and then achieving that dream? You don't have to be social media famous to take a trip to fucking Dubai. You don't need to be just stupid rich to go to Dubai. I could take a, a weekend trip to Dubai. Like it's it's Dubai it's another city. By the way, niggas have infiltrated Dubai. That's how you know you can just go to Dubai. Like, that's, you can just go. You know what I'm saying? But who are we to knock people for having a dream and then achieving that dream? Who are we to do that?
Because you won't. But you can. I don't believe in shaming people because they work their nine to five job and they're content. They're happy. They're satisfied. Man, I'm making good enough money to take care and support myself. When my friends like, yo, let's go out. I have money to go out and do shit for myself. I can go out and get the PS5 for myself. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. I'm content. Complacency is a, is a bit different, though. Complacency is different. I believe that no one should be complacent. I believe everyone should want to find growth in whatever they do. And no matter what your job is, even if it's outside of your job, people shouldn't be complacent. You should always look for things where you can find growth within yourself. Because then, at that point, you're just alive. You're not living. You're, you know, like pick up a hobby, learn to do something. My fiance <clears throat> bought some roller skates because she wants to learn how to skate. That's that's not complacency because she. This is something that she wants to accomplish. She wants to learn. She never knew how. This is her growing. That's growth. That's growth. And sometimes I I find myself being complacent. And if you're listening to this, I I think it happens to everybody at some point in time. You become complacent. You become, okay, this is what I'm doing. Boom. I'm going to just keep doing this. And then, speaking speaking for myself, I wonder why my numbers are still the same. Sometimes they spike up. Sometimes they plummet. But overall, it's been an even plane, right? And I wonder, well, why not? I'm releasing my episodes. Yeah, but then I'm not posting. Yeah, but then I'm not interactive on Instagram and on because I have a, a, a bigger social media following on Instagram than I do on Twitter. So it's like, why not become interactive on Instagram and then, you know, promote your Twitter on your Instagram, interact with people, gain not friendships, but um, acquaintances that's in the same field as you that you can collaborate with. Not pushing the envelope. You're just being complacent, Apex. Like, push the envelope. You know what it takes. I know what it takes. I know what it takes to grow your social media following. Right? I know what it takes just by sitting back, listening to others speak, and watching things unfold for others. I know what it takes to grow a social media follower. It's about consistency. How to be consistent. That's how the internet works. That's how these social media websites work, whether it be YouTube or Instagram or Twitter. 
If you're not interactive every day, daily, that's how your algorithms fall. Now you're not popping up on, you know, the explore page or or whatever the case is. It's about consistency. And this it's not it's not for everyone. I think everybody looks at social media and they see these little twenty-two-year-old kids flashing ten thousand dollars and renting a Lamborghini for a skit, and they think, "Oh man, that's easy. I can do that." One thing I will say about the Paul brothers or about whatever other douchebag that's out there on social media, they're consistent. They are consistent. Are they consistently obnoxious? Absolutely, but they are consistent. Every day. One of the Paul brothers was talking about how being a YouTuber slash Instagrammer, social media influencer, whatever, is harder than boxing. He said because boxing is about... I think that And I can't remember which Paul brother that was, but he has said um, boxing is not easy, but just easier than being a social media influencer. Because with boxing, if you have the physical prowess, if you have the physicality, you can do it. Because it's mind over matter at that point. But with being a YouTube influencer, it's every day looking for new content, looking for ways to improve your content, looking for ways to be better than the content you dropped yesterday. Like, I didn't realize, and I played football in high school, a little bit in college. It's tiring. But if you have the mental capacity to tell yourself, hey, get up, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. But with this social media shit, I can honestly say so myself. Some days I'm like, I need a fucking break. It's hard trying to find content. It's hard trying to find subject matter to present to your audience that can be intriguing, that can be exciting, that can be mentally stimulating. It's, it, it can be hard. It can be not, not even tedious. It's not even tedious. But it's like, damn, what can I talk about today? Well, I, I wouldn't mind talking about this, but what, what if... My, what if my listeners don't care about this and they don't want to hear this? Man, what's trending on Twitter? Oh, sweetie and this happened. Or Lil Uzi Vert and and this this happened. And uh, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't care about that. So do I do social commentary like I'm fucking TMZ or the Shade Room or or a goddamn, uh, Wendy Williams or some shit? Am I trying out for the Breakfast Club in the morning? I don't be caring about that. I don't be caring what they do. 
Like, I'll be wanting to come here and just have a real raw conversation with y'all from my perspective. And then if you want to comment and say that I was wrong or I was a dick or I was an asshole, whatever, you can't. My comments are open. The only time I delete comments is when people are spamming, yo, promote this joint, DM me, will you, whatever. Man, get out of my comments with that shit. I don't want, I don't want that shit in my, like, get out of here. If you want to do that, inbox me. That way I can ignore you in my DM. Don't don't bring it in my conversation. But it's like, I I have all that. And I'll be thinking to myself, like, man, well, what if my audience don't want to hear that? But then I come from a place where that's exactly what my podcast was. But then I started seeing a surge in my in my in the in the listenership, and I'm like, oh shit, well, maybe I should keep talking about that. And I try to make it a metaphor for life somehow, but then somehow I become just a social commentator, and I don't want to do that. And it's a tough spot to be in. Mentally, it's draining, because you're trying to think of the thousands of people that's listening to your shit, and you're like, how can I appease to them? Not even to the thousands that's listening, but how do I get another thousand to listen? It's a constant battle, and you're battling yourself. Not in a sense where you're trying to better yourself, but you're literally trying to beat your past self. Literally. Not trying to better yourself. You're just trying to beat your past self. It's it's tough. It really is. I think that in the social media famousness that comes with it, it's still new. I mean, it's only 2021. Instagram started in like 2011 or something like that. Twitter started in like 08 or 09. I remember making my Twitter. Everybody was on Facebook. Everybody I knew was on Facebook. I was the only person I knew with a Twitter account. I remember being made fun of by my friends for having a Twitter account. Now them niggas on Twitter with more followers than me. I never thought that I would get into Instagram. I never thought I would get into it. I'm into it. It's just, it's a weird, it's a weird space. Even when I came into podcasting, everybody was like, well, what's podcasting? This is like four years ago. This was like four or five years ago. What's podcasting? Man, I ain't doing no podcast. I ain't got shit to say. Now I got family members with podcasts. Now I got friends with podcasts, neighbors with podcasts, coworkers with podcasts. Everybody has a podcast. But but the interesting perspective is this. Is it trendy or is it temporary? Is it is there a long not like is it trendy and temporary? 
podcasts and social media, like, is it all trendy? Is it? It's just temporary, ain't it? We put so much lives, we put so much of our lives stock into social media, into podcasting and stuff like that. And it's like, isn't it just a trend? Six years ago, nobody thought to just speak into a microphone and then broadcast it on airways for everyone to listen without a radio show. You know, you have your talk radio, you have your talk shows. But then with podcasting, it's, it's a different... It's a different avenue of entertainment. It's just, it's an interesting concept that is still hard to grasp because people don't, people are still trying to see the difference between having a podcast and a radio talk show. Apex doesn't have the answers. I don't know. But, and I think that that's the beauty in life, right? Trying to figure things out, trying to trying to understand how things are. Where do they the origin story of things? Why is why are things the way they are? Why why do we place so much value on some of these things that when you drop off tomorrow? Why do we place a value on things that we drop off tomorrow, we can't take with us. Sometimes we do personally value some of the wrong things sometimes. But when you're alive, you think that that's what living is. I don't know, man. I think sometimes as as humans, we, we make life a lot more materialistic and complicated than it really is. Now, one of my cousins had uh, passed away last week. Um, he was a young man, very young. And his dad is is my uh, first cousin, and it it really did make me start to think because you know we I'll, I'll come on here and say recipes to my uncle, recipes to a family friend, recipes to a cousin, and I don't know if you're listening, but like having a large family. can be a beautiful, great thing. But large families come with large number of funerals that you have to attend. It's a, it's a beauty and the beast thing. It really is. 
you know, and and and, and you start to. You you start to view like the like life hits you in the face a lot when you have a large family. Like when I when my grandmother passed away five five years ago. Five years ago. Or like when my dad passed away fifteen years ago. Or like when my cousin had died. Damn. Twenty one years ago. I think it is. I think it's been twenty one years. I developed this idea in my head that life. Not that life doesn't matter. But life is a leaf in the wind. It can be right here in front of you and then whoosh, it's gone. It's it's moved on. It's in the air now. So you, you learn to not be as, you know, people say that I'm aloof, but it's like, man, life is too short to be staying in situations where you're unhappy. Miserable, treated unfairly. Because, like, with these jobs, right? With these jobs, it's like, why, why take a supervisor yelling in your face? Why bust your ass for a job that if you drop dead right there on the floor, they're going to just put out a help wanted sign right outside the window within an hour? We saw it. We saw it when that mass shooting happened at a, uh, what was that, a UPS or a FedEx or something like that. And some of the workers died. Then you go in Indeed and see that they're hiring. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I, you know, I hate that I wasn't as humorous with y'all on this one, but it's raining outside and it's just completely shifted my mood. But um, this has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, D.A. Pace. Until the next time, make it do what it do until it does. Peace.